Hello and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast in Fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. Our co-host today, Dave Anderson, and our producer, William Jeffries. And today, we're going to talk about user stories and why gathering requirements is not a damn story. Language, Mike. <laughs> hey, he's, hey, he's hey, right, though. hey, it's hey, really hey, 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 hey. So William came in today <laughs> and was just hot. Oh, really spicy God. talking yeah, about this piping. one topic and we're like hey let's let's talk about this maybe our listeners will be interested in your spicy hot take and why this is a thing that we do not want to happen so go ahead tell so us you, the story you, you brought the sriracha i brought the sriracha oh yeah oh yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my spicy go ahead that ghost pepper <laughs> <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> keep it well so a friend of mine texted me and he was like hey my team wants to play a user story that is gathering requirements is that a user story well uh, as a user i want the requirements <laughs> so i can have the requirements <laughs> That's, oh that's my what, god that's the what hoops, ken beck would the want hoops that right? need to jump through. <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is, yeah, I mean, so this is exactly the problem. I mean, you can't, you, you're delivering no user value when you gather requirements. That is just you being lazy about writing a story <laughs> with real requirements. Like you just didn't, like, you just didn't gather requirements for the story. But what yet. if that's the story for <laughs> the this story. particular person? So, all right. So oftentimes you're on a JIRA board and usually the project manager isn't on the board, like delivering user value. But what if the user value in the project manager's story is to get the user's story to make stories for engineers to deliver value for the user? Wait. <laughs> isn't, the, isn't the project manager collecting user requirements helpful for the user because then they'll get those features eventually? I guess that's my question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain to my mom who's <laughs> using her Netflix account, like why it's valuable to her as a user for like some product manager at Netflix to gather requirements for a story. <laughs> like, <laughs> but isn't that like, so what would you count that work? Like say, so let's talk about collecting information from the user. How are some ways you've seen information collected? I mean, you could do focus groups. You can have a customer embedded on your team. That would be the most XP way of doing it. You can get sort of <laughs> Ask implicit. A question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could get implicit feedback by you know running tests and mm -hmm. you know checking to see whether users engage in a particular feature or button or, or element on the page. So if I have a customer coming in who's going to use my product, and I'm going to block a window of time and that person comes in for two hours and uses the product and gives feedback, how would you measure that work for the project manager? Is that just like, like in the That's ether? just their job. That's, That's just, their just job. what they do. <laughs> <laughs> what? So they're not why on the board. You, why are you messing up my Jira board with you? Just, that's just your job. You just go do that. <laughs> go get the requirements. You do the survey. You talk to users. That's your job. That's why you're the product manager. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of a dog ate my homework kind of thing. Like I don't have a story because I didn't do my homework really. But but here's my story. Like exactly. What, uh, well, how do you deal with uncertainty though? Because like sometimes you do have to like work through uncertainty to figure out like what the best option is. Maybe you have like three options. So then, you, yeah, I mean, I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, I'm going to play a spike 
you know, we're going to do a spike ticket and we're going to do some research and there's not going to be any new functionality. And that's just not a user story. This is not. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a task. It's a developer task. It's the thing that gets done and it's the thing that could be on your board, but it's not a user story. Right. Mm. So it could still be on the board. Yeah. Yeah, they can still be on the board. But like gathering requirements, like, come on. Get, <laughs> Don't, get that yeah. out of here. Get that garbage out spicy. of here. Spicy. <laughs> what <laughs> spicy right now? It's, I mean, that would be like putting like going to stand up on the board. No, show no, up no, and stand no. up, okay? <laughs> you don't get credit for that. We're not dragging that's, that through QA. That's, all right? that's two points. Nobody's QAing that you went to stand up. I asked, yeah. I estimate going to stand up is three points. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like what you're railing against is like the dilution of the agile brand, where it's like, oh, okay, someone told me I need to write a story, so the thing that I write is going to be a story. Like, I'm just going to label it as a story, and then like forget about like what the true definition of what a user story is. Yeah, I mean, it's like people are used to like to-do lists and other kinds of, you know, productivity management tools. And then they, you know, they get onto a Trello board or a Clubhouse board or a Jira board or whatever. And they approach it with that same mentality where it's like, if this is work that I have to do, then I should write it down and put it in this piece of software because that's where work goes. Yeah, because if you're and not, if it's not there, then what are you doing? Right. It's like justifying your own existence with tickets. I do worry about that sometimes about like if there's a lot of things in flight, like I might lose track of something or like forget to capture an edge case or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, it's important to track those things. It's just, like, they're not user stories, right? Like, <laughs> As a user. I'm not saying don't write stuff down. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. You should be, I mean, if you are a product manager or a product owner and, you know, you have tasks that need to get done, like, you need to do some research on a particular topic, you need to you know, run some analytics to see how a new feature is doing, whatever. All of that, you should definitely track that somewhere. It's just that, you know, that may even inform user stories that do get played later. It's just that that kind of preliminary research doesn't belong on a Jira board and putting it there is just going to mess up your stats. Because, you know, at some point, you're probably going to want to start tracking your cycle time. You're going to want to start looking for bottlenecks. Where in your process are things getting stuck? Where are you getting a lot of work in process piling up? Right. And if you have stuff that doesn't deliver user value sort of cluttering things up, then that's going to throw off your, your, your metrics. Right. Especially when that particular user story could potentially have points that aren't real, I'm going to say, I guess. Oh, my God. Are you pointing like to, this, too? Yeah. Is it a, <laughs> how many is it points is, was How story? many points is that story? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't this even think about eight, that. Yeah. The 13-point yeah, requirements <laughs> gathering ticket. That burn down chart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it goes straight down like it's just a cliff. It just goes straight down. If if it's pointed. That's like that's the question I would ask. Why is this pointed? And I should ask, I should ask my buddy who was in this situation whether they whether they point. I think they did. I think they had a, an estimation meeting and they were They're trying like, to put <sighs> story points on gathering that's, these requirements. That's a doozy. That's a big one. Lots <laughs> oh, of yeah. complexity in that. One hundred. You know, there might be like maybe you're like negotiating a new contract with like a massive customer and they have all these custom requirements and you have to go and figure out what they are and you know spec out what you're going to build and hopefully not commit to a crazy deadline to deliver it all by but yeah you know i mean there could be meaningful amount of work there it's just that if you can't phrase it from the perspective of a user if it's not a thing a user actually cares about it's not a user story right right like the the base definition of like 
a story is something that a user would tell someone about excitedly like oh this thing does this thing for me like if, if you can't like you know brag about it or like you know excitedly share it with somebody then maybe it's it's not like a story right right it's like you know as a customer i would like to adjust the quantity of a particular item in my shopping cart so that i can buy a different number of that item without having to go to the main page yeah restart my shopping experience right whatever it's not it's a thing it's a thing that adds value for the user and and i think you know a, a common problem that you see is boards start to get cluttered with tasks because tasks are also a thing that need to be tracked right and then it becomes difficult to see how much user value you're actually delivering because you you know you have all these things that are not user value related on your board and you might even see like wow things are really moving you know you got a lot of cards moving from left to right across the board but from the user's perspective like nothing no. is happening i right. want that rush of moving the cards though <laughs> oh yeah you gotta move a card Blaine. yeah well so then task boards are the way to go <laughs> i mean this is what kent peck talks about in in user stories applied it's like you have a task board and every every user story should have lots of tasks developers can come up with whatever tasks they want and you can run them across the board to show progress and it's actually much more insightful for someone who who wants to check on the board and see how that task is doing because they can see all the little pieces. Right. Right. It, it's, it can be kind of frustrating though when, when your tool that you're using just calls everything a story. Like the entity that you're creating is a story even if you're making a spike or right, if you're yeah. making a task. So Yeah, some story, some tools don't really support this. Like this is a major complaint that I have about Clubhouse is that Clubhouse does not support the concept of a task board. Everything is a story. They Everything is a story. They have a separate concept of tasks. Mm-hmm. For them, tasks are things that can be checked off inside of a story, but they can't have states. Right. And that's right. frustrating if like you have little individual pieces that you want to be able to ship daily. They do have the ability to separate like user facing value as like, tagging as a feature versus like other forms of non-user facing value like chores or bugs but then you can't associate those with anything except maybe an epic right yep it's very opinionated it's opinionated about things right and And it's mostly good opinions i have mostly good things to say about clubhouse but this is one major complaint that i have is that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they really they have no support for task boards so as project managers that all those changes would exist in a task board, like, hey, you know, interview Bobby at two and Susie at three and then pull information from them and then use that information to generate the user stories that may have been revealed during those, I'd say, like surveys or interview questions. Then those things become story, mm-hmm. stories rather, right? Like, as you mentioned, hey, my, my job for the day is to create user stories like it's not a user story because it's what I need to do for the day. And that's not a user story. That's a task. Right. It's okay to have other task management software besides your Jira board. Like yeah. you can have a to-do list. You can have, you know, a wonder list or, or toodle do or whatever. Pick your poison. There are a million task management tools out there. I just use a, I just use a, a text file that I edit in Vim with a to-do, a doing, and a done section. A lot of the time. Oh, nice. 
Would you suggest like Trello as well as one of those things? Where yeah, you Trello just... could be cool. I mean, yeah, if you if you want to have something on the side just for yourself, you can set up your own board. I mean, Asana. I use OmniFocus for like really heavy duty task management stuff. Although that's pretty, that's a pretty steep learning curve. So, mm. <laughs> what about the concept of like an icebox? Like just like having a pile of like things that are like half formed that you know, you'll work on and maybe they'll become user stories or maybe they'll just get thrown away or maybe they'll just sit there forever. I think that it's really better not to put that in your story tracking software. You kind of want to put that in a separate place. Like user voice is much better suited to that particular job. If it's a thing that you haven't decided whether or not to do, you want tooling that's going to help you decide whether or not to do it, not tooling that's going to push you into doing it, whether it's a good idea or not. Mm-hmm. What, and what is user voice? User voice is a cool tool that has like a, a lot of features for not just gathering feedback from users about potential features, but also sort of like road mapping out what you're going to build and making sure that it's things that users actually care about. So, you know, they have like upvote, downvote features or like an upvote, downvote functionality for a given feature. Mm. Mm. Users can request features directly. You can sort of use that to organize your thoughts before you start road mapping as a a product Mm. person. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen something similar with like Spotify's bug board. Like they have forum and you can like engage with the you know support people and like people request features and brigade for them yeah it it can be sad though because like you know you're like i really want this feature and there's only like 12 people who will right. care about it it's like wait that's it <laughs> right. I, really, I thought it was so important it's so important yeah. such a me. good feature although that's a really nice way of sort of surfacing to your users in a in a kind way why you're not going to do the thing that they want you to do i mean it's like, it's like I you and, that. and yeah. you know six other people and here's this other feature that's got seven thousand votes and it's like i mean look we care about you as a user and we want to get to that eventually but like there are priorities Mm. there's a timeline i don't know (laughs) i want that feature now yeah (laughs) do my thing yeah my thing first they eventually got to it i I forgot i wanted it at some point (laughs) 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 it showed up one day five years ago i requested that source tree have adjustable font sizes and i still get emails every month from other users requesting that same feature and they just have never done it they're just they're never gonna do it i'm pretty sure it's just gonna live that's live there forever yeah okay so not not is it the icebox but the problem is i mean if you put that in your own backlog it ends up drowning out all of the actually important work it gets mixed in with the things that actually are important and you know sometimes those stories even accidentally get played because people forget like oh we actually didn't really vet this that thoroughly to make sure that it's actually going to deliver a lot of value. Right. Isn't that the dream though? Someone accidentally adds the feature that you want. <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point, I guess. Okay. So this makes sense. Yeah. We have to ensure that the project manager or the product owner is not writing stories to collect user stories, but to get user stories on the board. And the faster the that right. individual I mean, can do it, the faster we can deliver our stories to our users. I think ideally you want like maybe three sprints worth of stories in your backlog. Right. You know, like the current sprint should be really fine grained, well defined. Next sprint should be sort of medium grain definition. And then the, you know, two sprints out should be sort of rougher. And then everything else should be captured in a roadmap. And you shouldn't have bothered 
wasting time fleshing out stories because you just never have less information than you have right now. Yeah. So fleshing those stories out. Yeah. The cone of certainty. Fleshing those stories out now, I mean, it's just a waste of time and it it can come back to bite you if you trust in those stories just because somebody wrote them. Right. And then the assumptions that were made at that time, like you you may lose context about what assumptions you made and what you were going to check and what you know, what was important to you at that point is different than what's important to you now. Yeah, well, and you were really spicy about this topic. So let's make sure that our listeners will help their product owners and project managers to not write, you know, collecting user requirements as a user story. Let's just make sure we do that to ensure your blood pressure doesn't go too high <laughs> or anything of that nature. I, mean, I think I would caution compassion for your product people, but also to encourage them to make use of other tools aside from Jira or, or Clubhouse or, or Trello or, or whatever you happen to be using. Right. Or just label it for what it is. It's a spike. It's research. Or, you know, if, if it is like user research, like that's even me before a spike because like spike implies some kind of technical research and some kind of like, you know, technical learning and outcome that's going to be there. But yeah, Spike's a good alternative to making a story for the story. The right. outcome, the outcome yeah. may be a story from a Spike or... Yeah, you know. I think that's a good outcome for a story. A story should have a time box and it should have an outcome. And, and one sensible outcome is that there are well-defined stories that you can play. But just don't call that a user story <laughs> and then put, take credit for it. And put points on it. <laughs> like, man, our velocity is so high. We like wrote all of these stories. <laughs> oh. We have like 30 story points worth of us just sitting around writing more stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's perpetual a motion the machine. Yeah. <laughs> so don't game the system, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.